Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. Woo, the energy is high tonight or today whenever you're listening to this. I'm Chelsea. I'm the brunette half of the podcast. And I am JC. I'm the redhead half of the podcast. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Our past two episodes have been um, guest episodes, and those were really fun. Mm -hmm. I loved listening back to them. Um, If you guys haven't listened to our episodes with Indy and Aspen, they're both just very fun, like girl talk. You know, it just feels like chatting with your friends. And also, I loved them. We listened. You guys asked, and we listened. You said, give us longer episodes. We gave you almost an hour and a half episode. Yeah. And another episode. So if we get our analytics back this month and and you guys didn't show up for us after you made us do it, we will quit the podcast. You will be canceled. (laughs) No, but um, that is a threat. And if you guys don't listen, I'll be mad. (laughs) All the way through. Yeah. Um, Yeah. All the way through to the end. That was very fun. But I also Mm -hmm. feel like because we kind of pre-recorded those two, I feel like we haven't podcasted in so long. I have lots, lots to say. Great. Same. Like we got a list. You know, we have to start with the elephant in the room that the Suns did lose their uh-huh. series. So they will not be moving any further in the playoffs. And it was devastating, you it guys. It was so painful. I've never felt a pain like that. I've never felt pain quite like it. Like I posted a TikTok which got swiftly taken down and I almost got banned. Amazing. What? Probably oh, it's probably Kendall. Yeah, what, what, what because of, was it? Because it was probably everything building up. Because someone was like, this is cr- the work of Kris Jenner. Because it got oh. taken down. I, I think it got taken down because I said the word rage. I'm not kidding. Because it's like hate, hateful oh. speech or something. Interesting. It, it, I mean, I typed it. But basically, I was saying, I, fi- I think I finally understand what it's like to be a man who's obsessed with sports. And when their team, their favorite team loses, they're just like, their night is ruined. Pouting. Like pouting and like, just freaking out at the TV. I still have a pit in my stomach about it. Yeah. And then they, I don't know, they act as if they're like on the team. Yeah. Yeah. No, me. Me though, when they lost. Like that's exactly, I'm like, I feel, I told Chelsea, I feel like I'm going through a breakup or something. It's so dumb. I can't believe how invested I am. No, I'm telling you, I still have a pit in my stomach every time I think about it. I'm just like, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, that wasn't a nightmare. That was real. That was reality. And I have to like face the day. It's such a bummer. I, know, I think it so was just sad. really unexpected. Like truly. There in my mind, we were going to make it to the play like to the finals again. 100 percent And I thought we'd win it all. Yeah. So that was oh, just it was, really it was shocking. just too early. It was just too early to say goodbye. And and you guys have to understand if you're like not into basketball and you don't care and you don't know what we're talking about, that the Suns were the number one team 
by a long by shot. a long shot in the league for this whole like the whole season. Yeah. So they they've you know they've been the number one team in the NBA, and which is so exciting. And they were in the finals last year. We were yeah. so close, so everyone would just assumed it was they were like they back had with it. a vengeance. Yeah. So it was just like so. I don't even want to talk about the game. Though. No, no, the the game was horrible. Like the game they lost was one of probably their worst performance I've ever in, seen. Like ever. Yeah. It was actually horrible. And I so it was just such a horrible way to go out. I saw a tweet that was like, it was like Space Jam. Like someone stole their talent. You, have you seen Space Jam? No. You haven't seen Space Jam? Mm-mm. Like the old one? Wow. We need to watch that. It's I'm very uncultured good. with movies. Um, Basically, Space Jam, the, the aliens come and they steal the NBA players' powers, the talent of the oh, NBA literally. players. So they all stink. And that's literally how they're playing. But here's the thing. We cannot blame the Kardashian curse, okay? No, did you guys we're hear, not doing that. Did you hear Kendall on the Kardashian reunion last, um, I almost said semester, season <laughs> of Kardashians? They asked her about that. They're like, what do you think about how people, you know, mm-hmm. basically blame you guys? And she was like, I think it's so dumb because they literally blame us, the, the women, female. for like the male's shortcomings. Yeah. It's like I did nothing. Yeah. I was like, facts. Seriously. Well, also, it's not a shortcoming that he like got so close every time. That's not like a curse. People can always say something's a curse. Like the higher the expectations, the more that people think they're a disappointment. But it's like they got further than anybody else. Yeah, exactly. Not, not anybody else, obviously. But a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. I know. Like and people it, were saying, oh, Chris Paul has ruined his legacy. I'm like, some people that have a legacy didn't even make it to the playoffs. So right. like, why is he ruining his legacy? I'm confused. True. Don't yeah. come for my man, Chris Paul. I love him. It was, it was truly painful. But you know what? It's, it just proves that we're diehard fans because I'm like, I can't wait to watch the next season. I know. Even though I was so devastated. I know. You can't give up. Can't give up hope. It's a good just, life lesson. Yeah. I just can't quit him. I know. <laughs> I can't quit Devin Booker. <laughs> I just can't quit. <laughs> um, I went down a rabbit hole of Sun's TikToks mm-hmm. and I was just feeling the pain and I was favoriting a bunch of them. So now my algorithm is very much heavy, heavily like, like I keep getting Devin Booker and Kendall Jenner TikToks yeah. and stuff like that, but I'm not I complaining. Love I love it. Um, but, yeah, we haven't like caught up, I feel like, since Utah. We also haven't seen each other no. in forever. No, it's our first time We've seeing each other so in like much going on. two weeks. Because you were traveling, I was traveling, where, what were we doing? I don't know. Oh, don't worry. I'll give you a breakdown of okay. what I've been doing. Okay. I got COVID and that was horrible because like having COVID and being a parent is just like not it. And also horrible. again, I'm like, what, why am I scared to say that I got COVID? It's like, Well, I was actually <laughs> shocked you just said that. That's why I, I was like, I didn't want to say, I didn't, it's not like it's a it's secret. It's not even bad. But it's, it's like, I got COVID. But, it's just like a the shameful, world is open again. It's a shameful thing. Um, well, cool. that's wait. No, I'm like you should feel ashamed of yourself. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying it still feels like a weird thing to even say. Yeah. I don't know. Well, even I'm coming I'm out trying. and I'm saying it. I got COVID. Wow. <laughs> I'm shouting it from the rooftops you mostly because I want to complain about it because it was horrible, and I feel like my immune system's already just low from breastfeeding. I think it just lowers your estrogen, which lowers like your healing in your body. Is what hmm. I'm learning. I didn't know that. <laughs> Another um, little fun side yeah. effect. And then, yeah, I had that. And then I had to get a procedure done on my, I had to get tissue taken out of my vaginal wall, <laughs> which was so fun, um, which I was awake for. And it was like a 40 minute procedure. <laughs> and then our car got robbed again. And don't worry, they took my purse, they took my wallet, and my wedding ring was in my purse. 
Chelsea. Yeah. I just found that today. You don't have Instagram. I forgot that you didn't see my story. Chelsea. I know. I literally was bawling. You're <laughs> kidding. No. It's horrible. I'm like, really? I can't catch a freaking break. My mom and then my grandpa was in the um, he got heart surgery and like he um, had to go to the ICU afterwards, just like intensive care for a little bit. And my mom was just saying like she's had so many things just like happening just with everyone that she loves pretty much like Al, she was having a hard day with like something, my sister, or my brother. And then she's like, oh, I'm so worried about them. And then I called her. I'm like, oh, yeah, I have to go in for my procedures tomorrow. She's like, what? Like, what's that? <laughs> oh, and then she's like, and then Lad texted me and was like, after my grandpa was in the ICU and she went to go stay with my grandma. And then la- my brother texted her and was like, oh, I had to go to urgent care for this. And my mom was just like, can we just hold it for one second? And then I told her today that my ring got stolen. She's like, Chelsea. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Wait, sorry to burn you. that is so sad. I'm on a list. I must be on a list of like, get this car. Like this car is an easy target. The Subaru? Someone I want to get a new car. Subaru. Yeah. No, it's kind of like, we just said curses aren't real. It's kind of a curse at this point. No, it's, it's like, like, you need a new, you need a refresh. Yes. And people are like, well, why'd you leave your wallet in the car? Like, first of all, that's such not a helpful thing to say to yeah. someone. Because I post about what, it What's done is done yeah, at this point. And also, it's not like a thing I do is like, leave my purse in the car or leave my wallet in the car. It was just like, when you have a baby you have so many things you're carrying into the house all the time. So sometimes I take in his, um, him and his carrier. I have like his diaper bag. Like we had food the night before, like the night before it got robbed, we were bringing in food and Nick had just got home from a trip. So we were just bringing other stuff. And it's like, I didn't expect my car to get broken into that one night that I left my purse in the car. And I didn't know until that was a couple days ago. I didn't know until today because I kept looking for my ring and I'm like, where is it? I don't know where the heck it is. It's not in the places that I usually put it. And I usually don't even take my ring off ever, but I've been taking it off ever since I had case because it's really pokey and it pokes him. So I always like if I'm holding him or I only wear it when I'm away pretty much. So I think I was wearing it in Utah like the event. Mm -hmm. And then I think once I got back to case, I took my ring off, put it in like I have like a little tiny pouch in that purse. I put it in that and I zip it up and I think it was in there because I can't find it anywhere. So bye. I know. It's so sad. (sighs) So that's been my and then for Nick's birthday, it was last week. And I will say I blew it. I did. I did a horrible job with his birthday. Like I usually go full out with his birthday. And honestly, it's like Sometimes I don't feel like he like really even cares. That's what I was going to say. I feel like he doesn't he doesn't like his birthday. Yeah, so there was so much going on around his birthday and I that's when I had covid and I was just like I'm so sorry like I or I was kind of getting better or something I don't remember. But I just had no energy and I was just like I'm so sorry. Like we can do what do you want to do for your birthday? Like I didn't prepare anything pretty yeah. much. And I told him he could get what he wanted like buy himself a present. Then like a couple days later he was like I was kind of sad like you didn't really do anything for my birthday and I felt horrible. I was just like, I'm so good at birthdays. I blew it. And I was like, honestly, I never thought you cared. Like, I just thought like, well, what's the point? He's like, I know, but I know you love birthdays. So if you don't like go full out for my birthday, I kind of feel like, oh, and I was like, I feel like a horrible wife. <laughs> just added on to everything so else. bad. Yeah. Anyways, he was fine. But so. Wow. Yeah. yeah it's been quite the, <laughs> quite the journey. Quite the week, the past few weeks for you. Yeah. Shh. Sheesh. But anyways, how well, have you been? I went to Cape Cod. <laughs> yeah. It was very beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I went to Nantucket. It was beautiful. <laughs> Spent time with family. Yeah, I went on a girl's trip, which I vlogged. So if you guys want to see it, I went with my grandma, my aunt, 
and my mom to Cape Cod and we went to Nantucket, which Nantucket is an island that you have to like take a ferry to. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even know that. what that is. Yeah, it's just a really pretty place. It's like very much a summer destination and it was kind of cold when we went. So it wasn't like super touristy, which was nice, hmm. but it was beautiful. It's just like very, you know, East Coast, cottagey, coastal, like yeah. the coastal grandmother trend that it's made for places like that. Yeah. Like, um, so it was so pretty. We just stayed in this cute little Airbnb and it was fun. We haven't gone on a trip together in, yeah. I mean, years. And my aunt has triplets and they're almost four years old. So she, we just like all haven't gotten yeah. together like that in a long time. So it was just so fun. Four just, redheads just troll, sh- trolling, trolling, strolling around Nantucket. <laughs> like just trolls <laughs> in Nantucket. I'm like, awesome. Four little redheaded trolls. <laughs> yeah, but it was so fun. It was just a fun little, little uh, vacay. And we ate such good food. And the people there were so, so nice. Yeah. They all have this like sense of humor, this like East Coast kind of rough sense of humor, but they're all really nice. I don't know how to hmm. explain it, but I sweet and then sour. Yeah, I loved I loved it. We did some thrifting. I got such good stuff thrifting, which I might do a TikTok of soon because the prices were so low. Like really? I would I found so many things like this Reebok, a pink like vintage kind of oversized like Reebok um, zip up. Oh, and it was literally three dollars. What the stuff like that. It was just, they would all, the prices were so low. So we did a lot of thrifting, just ate good food. And it was super fun. Anyway, that's like, I went there for five days. So that's mostly what I've been up to. I was just like prepping for the trip. Came home. And then my only other update or like something I've done that's like different than normal is I've done hot yoga a few times. Oh, nice. Like yoga lattes. Yeah. One of them was yoga lattes and one of them was just, or like hot yoga strength or something. Did you like it? Yeah, I feel like it's good for me to do because I'm not good at it. So yeah, Leif was telling me that I need to do more things that I'm not good at because a lot of times if I just know I'll be bad, I'm like, why would I even do that? Like, I just know I'm not going to be good at that. So that's what he says about surfing. He's like, you need to try surfing because it will like humble you. Like, yeah. you'll be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not good at this. And but it's like fun to work towards. So it's been fun because I feel like I've lost a ton of my flexibility and and balance Mm -hmm. just over the years like because I don't really do I don't stretch much or do any of that so I mean I've only gone to a few classes but it's been fun I was gonna ask you if that's something you'd want to do sooner if you're like yeah I think I I don't know why but it always says like if you're breastfeeding you have to wait 24 hours before you breastfeed again which I literally can't do because oh I don't know so I've been waiting until I've been waiting until I'm done breastfeeding to do that but I want to I love hot yoga okay because it's one of my favorite things I was mostly saying because of your like cert or your little procedure I was like I'm sure she's not in the mood and you were with COVID so the past few weeks that I have gone or the past few times I'm like well no that's not really the vibe I know but I, I know, know I knew you liked is, it before though. and you're good at yoga too. Like I remember probably going to a class and I was like, how are you so good at like the flows? <laughs> well, I, I used to do it do almost it. every day, but I probably stink now. I don't even, I don't even want to try to touch my toes right now. I went to, so I actually think I've done three classes because I went to two that were like more strength based mm-hmm. and I loved them and I was like yeah. thriving. And then the one that was like more stretching, I was like, <gasps> I'm horrible. Like I feel so uncomfortable because yeah. I'm, I have lost so much of my flexibility. Just like, but it was good for me. Yeah. Because I'm like. It is frust- frustrating. Yeah. Which is good for your mind. Yeah. So anyway, I've been doing that. And. Nice. That's about it. Also, um, the class, one of the classes that I did was at 6 a.m. So I woke up at 530. And 
that was the longest day of my life. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> when you, cause I didn't, um, well, I took a little nap at like, I think it was like 2 PM mm-hmm. for an hour. Um, but I was like, wow, I can get a lot done in a day yeah. if I wake up that early. Yeah. And it actually felt really good. Um, as long as I knew I could take a nap if I wanted to mm-hmm. midday. Yeah. I think that's the key. Yeah. If you have like a day packed, you're not, not shouldn't be waking up at like 5.30 a.m. Well, because Rachel was saying, I was like, here's the problem. I think when I do a workout in the morning, it fatigues me. Like a lot of people are like, it gives me so much energy. I'm like, I feel like I'm exhausted for the rest of the day. And she was saying, she's like, the key is like, you have to keep moving. Like if you get up early for yoga class, when you get home, you can't just like lay down Yeah, because then you'll just be like, I'm exhausted. But if you just shower and get ready and stuff and just get going with your day, then you can maybe nap in the afternoon if you're feeling like it. But so I did that. Like right after the yoga class, I went grocery shopping and it was at literally 7 a.m. Yeah. And so the grocery store had just opened and it was literally just me and the employees. So nice. But it was so nice. And I got home from grocery shopping at like, Eight, made breakfast, showered. Like I was just shocked. I was like completely ready for the day and had (laughs) already got my workout done and done so much by like nine o'clock. And it really did open my eyes. I was like, that that was pretty nice. Like I have to admit. Yeah. I feel like it it energizes me until yeah, about one. Like I'm like, oh, I feel great. And then at one, I'm like, okay, the day's done. I'm it just feels like it's dragging on for hours. Yeah. That's the thing. I was like, I want the day to be over. Like, I'm kind of bored now. I Not know. bored, but just like, I'm bored. <laughs> Never I'm going to go to sleep. Literally. I know. But that's been fun. I know, any, I'm trying, I'm trying to else? think of anything else that like we did in the meantime. Well, we kind of talked about Utah, but it was a fun time to kind of meet people. We met a lot of listeners that were at the conference, which was so, so fun. fun. I feel like we just met a lot of people I hadn't met before. That, that we I, like kind of knew. Yeah, exactly. it's probably why I got COVID from from one of you guys so thanks for that awesome (laughs) this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy as we know life can be very overwhelming sometimes and many people are burned out without even knowing it so some symptoms can include lack of motivation maybe you're feeling helpless or trapped detachment fatigue and more I've been burned out before. And like I just said, sometimes you don't even know that that's what that is when you're just feeling kind of just not like yourself. And I'll be scrolling through Instagram. I'll be scrolling through TikTok and I'll start to feel detached from things. And it's not good. And that's when you start to have to, you know, maybe talk it out with someone. And that's why BetterHelp is so amazing. I love therapy. I recommend therapy to everybody. I think it can really help, especially if you're going through something in your life. Sometimes we associate burnout just with work, but that's not the only cause. Any of our roles in life can lead us to feel burned out. And BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. Yes, I think it's so helpful to talk to someone unbiased who can give you great advice and who is literally licensed to do so. So BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to, which is great because sometimes, you know, you're just not in the mood. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and what we said listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash what we said. That is B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash what we said. Go check it out. This episode is sponsored by Macy's. You know what's a part of adulting? 
And yes, I'm saying adulting, and I just saw a TikTok that, Cringe. that means that you're chuggy. Chuggy, I don't care. A part of adulting is hosting. Yes. And we are true millennials because we're chuggy, we're hosting parties, and we want it to be cute. And the summer's coming, and we're going to have barbecues. We're going to have. Hey, I see lots of Gen parties. Z people hosting cute parties. Okay, cool. So it's for everyone. Yeah. So if you're itching to spend time outdoors this Memorial Day, it's coming up. Macy's has everything you need to make your get together the best on the block. They've got outdoor dinnerware and fun translucent colors. They've also got some like really cute vintage inspired china. If you're trying to have your Kris Jenner moment, have you guys seen her house tour where she has her whole like china cabinet? Yeah, china cabinet or china closet. Yeah, they have really cute stuff. If you're looking for some cute dinnerware, they have barbecue tools to keep the burgers coming, the outdoor furniture to seat the whole crew. Plus, don't forget to pick up fun in the sun essentials like swimsuits, sunscreen, and so much more. I myself am a a sunscreen gal. I do not go outside without it. So we love that Macy's has basically everything under the sun for you to throw an awesome party and for, you know, your summer essentials. So head on over to Macy's.com to check it out. Again, Macy's.com. Um, did you want to talk at all? I mean, I feel like these stories are going to be shorter today. So we can talk more about other stuff if you want. Yeah. But did you want to talk about what we talked about on the phone? Yeah, let's do it. We both listened to Emma Chamberlain's recent podcast episodes about like a, sh- a culture shift. Basically, she was talking about influencers and uh, social media and how like it's everything's just so redundant and there's like a culture shift coming and I don't necessarily I've seen a lot of content about that um, episode yeah um, so I don't necessarily want to talk about the episode per se but kind of what it sparked in, in you. me and and you and I feel like a lot of other people it kind of like brought their subconscious thoughts to their conscious I guess um Because when I was listening, I was like, this is how I've been feeling, not even necessarily about social media, but I was kind of telling Nick a couple days ago how I felt that way where everything just kind of seems redundant, almost not like a simulation in like a conspiracy theory kind of way, but just like losing your sense of individuality and just kind of being lost in the sea of like everything's the same, kind of starting to feel like, I don't know, those like horror movies you watch of the future where everyone's just like wearing the same thing and you know, robotic, I guess. And I was telling Nick, it just, I started feeling that way about social media and seeing, you know, when I would scroll, I would kind of almost start to detach a little bit because I, it felt like I was just seeing the same thing over and over and over again, but I was also still addicted. So I was still like doing it all the time, like Mm -hmm. scrolling, but not getting what I wanted out of it. And also at the same time, I gave birth to Case. So then I became a parent and then I kind of was thrown into the simulation of being a parent where I, everything I had seen about being a parent, I was like giving in, not giving in, but like I was part of the stereotypes, I guess. And then me and Nick kind of got in our routine with it. What and stereotypes are you referring to? Just, I don't know, like on a surface level, I was telling Nick it was kind of, <laughs> sounds so stupid, but he, Nick started like wearing golf dad clothes and was starting to golf. And I was starting to wear more of like just comfy clothes, not doing my makeup, you know, felt like how I always see moms doing and like their hair up in a messy bun. And and I started to be like that. There's nothing wrong with any of that. It just started to make me feel like kind of like happening. Yeah. And just kind of like I was losing my sense of individuality where I was just like, whoa, 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 like this all happened. And then 
I don't know, kind of just made me feel weird. I don't know how else to explain it besides it just started making me feel weird and a little bit detached, I guess. And like not disassociating, but that's what I would notice I would do while I was scrolling it on Instagram or on TikTok. And I was just telling Nick, like I all of a sudden ha- stopped doing a lot of things I used to like to do. And again, not in a bad way. Like I love being a parent. It's amazing. Like, you know, I wouldn't rather be doing anything else, but little things like, listening to my own music by myself in the car. It's like, I rarely do that anymore because, you know, maybe if I'm coming here or going to the grocery store every once in a while, but, um, or just getting dressed up just for fun. I don't know. I just don't do it that often anymore. Or playing pickleball or playing tennis with Nick, just like going and doing, or just getting up and going somewhere. Spontaneously. Yeah, spontaneously. Um, Just kind of made me start to make me feel like, oh my gosh, I got to, catch myself before I get too caught in this loop of just too deep in like losing your individual. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, I love my life how it is, but I also wanted to, I don't know, just, yeah, keep my sense of individuality and do, I don't know, just catch it before it got out of hand Mm -hmm. pretty much. And Nick was like, I feel the same way. Like, you know, even these little things we used to do, like watch TikToks together before bed. We just don't do anymore because we'll like just try and get, go to bed right when case goes to bed or, you know, Anyways. Yeah. So it was just a lot of stuff. And I feel like when Emma was talking about it, it made me feel less alone because I was like, oh, she's talking about social media, but this is how I feel. That's how I feel about social media and a lot of other things. And I feel like I've seen other people talk about it. And you were even, we were talking about it earlier. And I feel like a lot of people are noticing this with social media and maybe just with life and how everything's been done and nothing's new. And it's starting to make people be like, you know, what are we looking for? Yeah, it's a very weird feeling. I mean, I think we've mentioned this, like, seriously, maybe a year or two ago on the podcast. We were saying, like, with travel blogging stuff, mm-hmm. it would it got to a point where it's not cool. You could see someone in a ball gown, a $20,000 ball gown in front of the Eiffel Tower, and the ball gown is sparkling, and the Eiffel Tower is sparkling, and you're kind of like, eh. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, wait, what? Like, that's yeah. incredible. But it's just so, we we've seen everything. It's just like, We've seen it all. We, it's so rare that you see, I mean, at least for me, like a travel photo or an outfit or a vibe mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Exactly. It's just like, oh yeah, I've seen that a million times. Like I was just telling Chelsea, I'm going to Italy next month and I'm so excited just for the sake of like, I think Italy is one of the most beautiful countries in the world. And it's, I haven't traveled um, internationally in like three years. So I'm so excited. But as far as content goes, I was like, it's just crazy because I will see girls TikToks in on like the Amalfi Coast and I'm kind of like, hmm, cute, but like, yeah. I'm not like obsessed with it or anything. Yeah. And before, I feel like four years ago, I would have been like, that is iconic, pinning it, yeah. like pinning it for inspo. And now I'm just like, I've just seen it a million times, like still gorgeous, but I just don't, I don't care that much anymore. Yeah. And I think, and Emma was saying this in the episode that she thinks it's going to make people want to be more present and back to the real world. And I feel like, that's how I feel. It's making, you know, me f- feel drawn to is being more present. And me and JC were even talking about how with Case specifically, there's like, I don't know, sometimes I'll take videos of him that are like three seconds long and it's just a cute situation. And I'll just take like an aesthetically pleasing video of him. And I'm just thinking, 
he's not going to want to look at this when he's older. Like he's going to, what do I like watching? I like watching when my dad used to take out the home video camera and like video us for 15 minutes and just show like us what we're doing, narrating it, talking and the laundry is not done in the background. And it's just a normal situation. That's what I love to like, just see how we're interacting. So I've been thinking about that even with, you know, videotaping or taking photos of case where it's like, it doesn't have to be cute and Instagrammable or, you know, good for TikTok or good for, you know, whatever. I just want to like document it. And it has kind of made me feel like he doesn't have to be in perfect clothes all the time. He doesn't have to be in the perfect situation. My house doesn't have to look perfect all the time. It's just made me feel like I want to consume content that is of people I love. Like I'm excited to see your Italy content because it's you and I want to see what you did in Italy. You know what I mean? Instead of like, I want to see this one person that I don't even know take this beautiful photo. Like I'd rather see a photo of you in your like Italian thing with, you know, just a funny photo of you like in the mirror or something, you know, than a random person floating in the freaking Amazon river or something. It's so true, I guess. And and that's why certain you know, it's weird that I'm saying this because obviously it's my full-time job too, but it's like, that's why certain content creators, it's like even Emma, because I love following Emma Chamberlain, when she posts photos in Italy, I love it because Mm -hmm. I love her and I think she's so cute and whatever. So, but it's like, if I, so I guess, yeah, it's like, there's a very select few people who, if you like really connect with them or you really like them, then you like to consume their content. But if you're, if you don't see much personality behind what's going on. It's kind of just like, eh. Yeah. Like you're just another person. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It's so crazy. I think it's good. I think even how, like what I was just saying about like finding my individuality in terms of like getting back to, not even getting back to, it's not like I have to be chasing this girl that I once was because I'll never be her again. But just finding things that, you know, time for myself. And finding things that make me feel less like I'm just in a hamster wheel, I guess, mm-hmm. is the main thing. There was, I feel like it's a good thing. It's a good shift to kind of bring us more in the present, bring us more, you know, in real life. And I feel like I even want to travel more, not for content. Where at a point in my life, I would want to go somewhere so that I could have cute photos or cute videos mm-hmm. there. And I, I bet that's how you're, you're feeling about Italy. Where it's yeah. like, I actually want to go to go to the place and travel, like how people used to like to exactly. travel. So I feel like it's good. I feel like it's bringing, I don't know. More like awareness and presentness yes. to people's lives. Yeah. Because it's just like so overdone at this point. Yeah. It's like going yeah. back to having social media be about connection and interaction instead of just, yeah, not so much quantity and more quality. Because mm-hmm. that's, how I, again, how I feel on in social media. I like reading stories of people lives of like them interacting and having that connection and it doesn't matter if it's like written beautifully or if it's just like thrown together on stories I still will read it because I like the connection of it Mm -hmm. and I like seeing my friends and people maybe again like you said not even necessarily someone I even know but who feels like a friend like post about their family or post about something that happened to them or post about their day I care about that but I don't need so much like consumptionism I guess Mm -hmm. where I'm just like okay I there's too much I need just what I actually want. Definitely. You got to narrow it down. Yeah. Tyson was saying, because I I was saying, I wonder when I'll come back to Instagram. Like, I've felt little urges here and there. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, I've been taking, you know, I definitely have cute photos that I'm like, I could post that. Yeah. But I just don't, I don't know. I don't feel, I feel like I'll feel when it feels right. Yeah. And it just hasn't hit me where I'm like, I really want to do that again. I'm just kind of like, eh, who cares? 
And Tyson was like, you should just unfollow everyone and archive your entire feed and just like start fresh. And I was like, that sounds so amazing. Good. Yeah. Like, and and then refollow like my closest yeah. family and friends. Because I follow like 700 people and yeah. I love a lot of them. But it's like, sometimes I am just like, oh, I just wish I had like, was literally following like 50 people. Yeah. And then just kind of wiped my whole feed and was like, new vibe, like just for, for my mm-hmm. own sake. And I know it's not that deep. It's like, it really isn't. But when Instagram has literally been my whole world for like 10 years, it feels like this weird, I just have this weird relationship to it. So I'm like, kind of just, I'm like, that does sound kind of nice. I know. Well, and especially sometimes I feel bad on following people that I haven't seen in a long time or that I don't talk to as much. But because I'm like, well, what about when I see them again? I'll feel awkward if I don't know that, you know, they got a new dog or something. Right. But I actually prefer that because then I can actually ask them. And like, I don't feel embarrassed if I don't even follow them or like, and they don't follow me and we don't, are not connected via social media. And I see them at Target or something. I can be like, what are you up to? Like, what's going on? Then they can say, I got a new puppy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Tell me more. And it's like more of a real interaction than like, hey, I, I, already, I already know, know everything that's everything happening in your life. You. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's great to save money. It's important to save money where you can, especially in today's economy. Okay. And if you've got a small business, inflation is not doing you any favors right now. We love that. It's harder than ever to stay profitable. So if you're looking for a way to cut costs, mailing and shipping is a great place to start. Simply use stamps.com to mail and ship and get access to exclusive discounts and great rates on shipping from USPS and UPS. It's an easy way to keep more money in your pocket. Stamps.com saves you time, money, and stress. For more than 20 years, they've been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. Stamps.com gives you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer. And you get discounts that you cannot find anywhere else, like up to 30% off USPS rates and 86% off UPS. So no matter what business you're in, Stamps.com can help you save on shipping. Whether you're an office sending invoices, an Etsy shop sending your products, or a warehouse shipping out truckloads of orders, Stamps.com is the mailing and shipping solution for you. Sell from multiple stores? No problem. Stamps.com seamlessly works with Shopify, Amazon, Etsy, eBay, and more. All you need is your regular computer and printer, no special supplies or equipment. You'll be up and running in minutes, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. So no more excuses. Okay, go start that small business, that side hustle that you've been thinking about. Start mailing and shipping with stamps.com and keep more money in your pocket every day. Sign up with the promo code what we said for a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page and enter the code what we said. Go check it out. Do you want to learn more about your dad, your father's, you know, history, stories from his childhood, things he's been through? Same, because I know nothing about my dad because he left me as a young <laughs> child. But it's actually, all jokes aside, it's fun to hear stories that you haven't. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it's fun to hear stories that you haven't heard about, you know, your dad or just your close family members from growing up. Like sometimes I'll be talking to like a family member and they'll randomly cool and they'll randomly say (laughs) and they'll randomly bring up like a memory from when they were younger or something and it's like something I've never heard of and it makes you you know start to think like how many other stories don't I know so a great Father's Day gift this year is StoryWorth StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your dad 
or father figure connect through sharing stories and memories and preserves them for years to come. Every week, StoryWorth emails your dad a thought-provoking question of your choice from a vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions you've never thought of, like what is one of your fondest childhood memories? You know, have you ever feared for your life? Have you ever had a near-death experience? Like unique things that maybe you just have never been told about before. I love when my dad brings out his yearbook or tells us stories about, you know, being a little hooligan in his youth. And then after one year, StoryWorth will compile all of those questions and stories that they asked your dad, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that the whole family can share for generations. So give all the fathers in your life a meaningful gift that you can both cherish for years to come. That's StoryWorth. Right now, for a limited time, you can save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash what we said. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash what we said to save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash what we said. And I don't really feel like social media is going anywhere. I don't think it'll ever go anywhere. It's just like it is what it is now. But I definitely think it will change as it always does. But I think now that we've seen a couple cycles of social media, what's popular, it kind of scares me. Like whenever I see a new trend, I already think of the trend ending. I'm already like, okay, this won't last very long. Like because things just go so fast. Yeah. It kind of stresses me out a little bit. But like I said, I think it has made me take a step back and kind of be more intentional about my consumption and create. And I think it has actually made me feel at least more creative with my creativity where I'm like, I want to create something, but not for social media. Yeah. Just for the sake just of actually sake being of yeah. creative. Yeah. Did you see that Kylie Jenner, like in her recent campaign, her eyebrows are like tiny, huh. like small. No. Yeah. And people are like, oh no, not like the skinny brows. No, like I she look looked horrible with they, that. They weren't like tiny, but they were like definitely thinner than like normal. And it was very like 90s inspired really? or, you know. Yeah. And oh, it's, no. it's so crazy because I just feel like every single thing, I feel like I'm always a little bit late to trends where I will be like, oh, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. And then, but then I always do come around to it like yeah. <laughs> two years, like a year or two after everyone else. Yeah. Like even even low waist pants. Like I don't think I could do straight up. Like I don't think I would even want to do like. Yeah, the I almost feel like very, that's like very for, low. Like, are we getting too old for some trends? Like no, the, we'll leave that to the younger people. I don't think that. I don't like to. I don't like to think that way. <laughs> this is the campaign photo that I'm talking about. Oh, that's like very Pamela Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. But like they're just very thin, like way thinner than normal, and everyone's like, "Oh no, not the thin brows!" And I'm like, "Absolutely not!" Like, come on. My eyebrows are one of my best that's features. That's a little bit more permanent. Yeah, that's a little more permanent. True. Also, everyone who got microbladed is shaking in their boots. <laughs> yeah. They're all getting tattoo removal now. Yeah. I also will say, I was just telling you, I went on this girl's Instagram to find this brand that I was ordering from. And I was telling um, Chelsea, I'm like, okay, yeah, I still feel like shiz when I go on Instagram. Because I, I will go <laughs> on occasionally. Um, it's not like I haven't stepped foot on the app for six months, but... I really don't get on it day to day, like yeah. at all. But if I'm like looking for something or if I think of something, I'm like, oh, I need to go on this person's account to find something. I'll go on my work phone and look at it or I'll go on my, I can like go Instagram.com on my yeah. literal Google or Safari, I mean. And I went on this girl's Instagram and I was like scrolling through her, her feed to find something. And I'm like, found myself just feeling like so depleted afterwards. Like mm -hmm. literally feel it. Took it all out of you. Yeah, feeling that feeling of, I don't even know what, like comparison or anxiety or something. And I'm like, why, why the heck do I feel this way? Like, I, I don't even get it. I don't know why it affects me that way, but yeah. it just does. It's so weird. Cause I'm not consciously like, 
I can't consciously realize what it is. I'm not like, oh, well, it's probably because of this. I'm like, no, I don't know. Like that girl's cute. She's cute outfits, but it's like, I'm very happy with my life. I do not understand why I feel like depleted after going on someone's Instagram. I think, I think for me, it's like the root of it. I guess now that I'm saying it, I think it makes me feel like I'm not doing enough Mm -hmm. because I'll think like, I think I just am deep down comparing like, oh dang, she's been traveling to all these places and getting like amazing content and still doing shoots while I haven't, I haven't done a shoot in like five months. Cause mm. I just, or something yeah. like that, even though I've been doing so many other things. So it's like not even worth a comparison, but I think in my brain, I'm like, dang, if this is my, like, I'm a content creator, I'm an influencer. I'm a, this is my full-time job. Like I kind of feel like I'm dropping the ball a little by yeah. just being like, eh, I don't want to do Instagram and like not doing shoots or oh, something. Yeah, yeah. Cause that that's been sense. my whole life yeah. for like years, but it's so silly. Like when I think about it, I just think it's so silly that I would even feel that way, but I can't deny that that's how it feels. So I was saying, I'm like, well, I'm not ready to get back on Instagram, obviously, if I'm yeah. still feeling that way after going on her account for one second. Yeah. It's I so know. bizarre. It's such a weird thing. Like, I truly feel like if you're creating more than you're consuming, it's going to be a recipe for good. Yeah. Good feelings. Definitely. But it's hard to do that on social media because it's so addictive. So you just get like scrolling and you're just like, what is happening? How did I get on here? And I'm just... Like, I will tell Nick it's even harder because I'll tell Nick, I'm like, okay, I just need like 15 minutes. I just have to post like what we said stories or something. Yeah. And he comes in 15 minutes later and I'm like scrolling on TikTok and he's like, oh, I thought you were doing the stories. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was. I forgot that I was supposed to be doing that right now. <laughs> I don't like literally it trapped me. It tricked me. It is tricky. It is very, very tricky. I feel like TikTok is a little bit better <clears throat> because you have to be a little bit more intentional like you can't just like I was saying you can't be like doing it at the grocery store or something yeah but once you're in you're trapped for hours you're in I know it's so crazy it's crazy um oh what was I just gonna say about oh creating and consuming and I felt the need to not the need but I wanted to get a I want a good camera to take photos of case so I have my iPhone which is great and all but I just wanted like a good film camera because mine's kind of busted now just sad. I just have like a cheap one from eBay. So I got like a little bit of a nicer one. Still not like a manual one because I don't know how to work cameras. So I'm not going <laughs> to risk it. <laughs> Literally take pictures of, you know, these huge moments in his life. They come out freaking overexposed. <laughs> but I was so excited about it because I was not buying it like for Instagram photos. I was like, I'm buying this for him to look back on and have like these cute photos that he can be like, oh, look, this is a baby photo of me and like photo of, you know, Nick and Case together or of Sophie or something. And it felt so good. I was like, okay, I'm growing up. <laughs> yeah, we love making a decision not based off yeah, of others' exactly, validation. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it is a weird. It's a weird thing, mm-hmm. and it's weird. Just we're in an interesting spot where we kind of know life without it and life with it a little bit. Yeah. Because when we were in high school, social media wasn't a huge thing. So no, you know, it was towards the end of high school. Instagram started to become a thing, and like taking. But even then, like we had Facebook where we would post like Facebook albums and that's true. The stuff like that. But but I still feel like it was very wholesome and innocent. It was never like, it oh, I want my photos to be better than anyone. And it, it was wasn't like, to be famous. It was no. to be like it was kind of to be popular, maybe like to show everybody what you're doing. Yeah. But it was to people who were your friends already. It was never like for another thought. audience. Yeah, exactly. That's so true. And but, now it's like, oh, the possibility of a, like a bunch of people seeing this is kind of. And I feel like force. that's what, and I don't know. I never know if like everyone feels this way or if I just feel this way because 
I've been doing social media, you know, I've had a different relationship with it than just an average person who doesn't care about growing their following or something. But I feel like even recently, I think we were kind of talking about this, like I used to pick outfits based off of how they would look on mm-hmm. Instagram. Because I'm like, oh, well, will this be cute for a shoot? And the way I justified it is I'm like, well, this is my full-time job. Like, yeah. I have to take photos 24-7. So my outfits have to be like, cute. you know, cute and good. And it it almost has like led me down this also weird path of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I put myself in a box even because mm-hmm. I'm like, people know me for a certain style or something. And so now I feel like if I ever like branch out, people like, so it would be so weird to people, which Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. But it's like, even when I wear black, people are like, what the, like JC wearing black, not that they're saying anything mean, but you (laughs) know what I mean? It's just like this Mm -hmm. weird thing where I feel like parts of my personality, it's kind of like Indy was saying when we we had her on, like parts of my personality, I'm like, is that really my personality and what I'm attracted to, what I love? Or is that just like, I started taking photos and I started, I mean, this really, pink really is true to me, but I'm just using it as an example. Yeah. Like wearing pink all the time and then people started knowing me for that and being like, JC, you're you're the pink queen. You always wear pink. And yeah. then it's like, oh, has that just become a part of me because it's been like drilled in my head? Yeah. Again, I'm always attracted to pink, so I can't deny that. Like, I feel like that's just actually genuinely what I, I think it's one of the cutest colors. But just things like that. Yeah. It's like, is this really my exactly. personality my and my taste? Mm-hmm. Or am I just going based off of like what everyone else's taste is? Yeah. Too? And what they've pigeonholed me to think is my taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's so bizarre. I know. I think whether you're like a content creator or you just consume, like you're just on Instagram or you're just on t- TikTok and you don't even post, but you consume content. I think when you're consuming content all the time, it is so hard to keep your own sense of like what you actually like. And I always get confused where I'm like, do I like this because I think I should like this or do I actually like it? Yes. And I'll I'll even, I was telling Nick the other day, I was going to, I was saying this TikTok or saying this TikTok, I was, I was filming a TikTok where I was just talking and I've done that a lot recently and I just don't post it. I'll just delete it because I'm like, is that even like me talking or am I just saying what I always hear on TikTok? Like, and am I starting to talk like people on TikTok? About what? Just random things. It'll literally be random things. Hmm. It's not even necessarily like the content of what I'm saying, but I'll because I'm always watching TikToks, I'm sure it's how people feel when they listen to our podcast. They start saying awesome all the time. It's like I'll start to notice me picking up mannerisms or things that people on TikTok always say and how they say it. And I'm like, ooh, this is kind of freaking me out. Like, how do I get back to talking how I actually talk? Yeah. You know what I mean? Which it's not that big of a deal, but I think it was just um, on top of everything else. And then I was like trying to buy you know, stuff for my house and clothes for myself. And I started having this crisis of like, what do I actually like? And what am I, <laughs> who am I? Like, what, what is my taste? And what, what do I actually enjoy? And versus like, what do I think I should enjoy? And what do I th- like, am I being heavily influenced into? Yeah. Without I my think, consent. I think that what you said about the creating and consuming is super important because I think when you are, I'll notice the days when I'm not really scrolling that much, but I'm like making my own TikToks about like my own Mm -hmm. thoughts and my own stuff. I'm like, I'm having a great day. I feel like so, Mm -hmm. so very much me. Like I feel connected to myself and I'm just having fun. Because like if I'm scrolling all day, you just get sucked into this vortex of like, what am I? Yeah. Literally, what am I doing? Exactly. This is how I'm spending all day. This is how I'm spending a majority of my hours of my day is just like 
scrolling through random people's lives that I genuinely, I really don't care about. Yeah. It's, Especially on TikTok, it's just a bunch of random people. Yeah. It's like, I don't even know them. No. And they're literally traumatizing me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Without no, your I'm consent. Yeah. At that. Yeah, I agree. I feel like when I'm, and I've been trying to um, intentionally, like ever since I've been noticing this, just not be on Instagram or TikTok or any social media as much and just try to do things that I want to do. Um, whether it's creation, you know, with, I feel like when we say creation, sometimes maybe people just think that we're talking about like, Content. content creation but you can do i'm talking any kind of creation like cooking or going on a walk or just having a conversation with somebody calling somebody you know working on whatever your business is on a, your career you know starting something drawing something coming up with an idea like any kind of creation it decorating be, your house yeah exactly organizing your, your closet anything like that is creation um and i feel like if you fill your day more with that then obviously. I'm like, if you stop being on social media, it's like, obviously you'll well, feel better. Yeah. It's just so ironic too, because I always feel weird being like, just get off your phone and stop scrolling. And I'm like, wait, that's my whole, that's my whole income is based off of yeah. other people consuming my content, Yeah, which is very tricky thing to be like, I'm, we're literally being like, get off social media. It yeah. makes you feel horrible. <laughs> and then I'm like on it 24 seven mm -hmm. posting content so that other people can watch it. But I don't know. I also think when you are creating content, just like, I don't know. Well, you can be in a healthier place. Kind of like you said about Instagram. It's like you can be in a, in a healthier place and get on. If you're creating a lot all day and then you get on TikTok at the end of the day, it's not going to like. It's like fun for you. Mental health. Yeah, it's more fun. That's how I feel as well. Like if I just watch it, at, if I just get on TikTok at the end of the day after I've had like a fun day hanging out with Case, you know, working on stuff, talking to my friends, talking to my family, going on walks. And then at the end of the day, you know, me and Nick watch funny TikToks. That does not wreck my mental health at all. No, it's true. It's actually when you're already feeling a little bit mm -hmm. insecure, a little bit low, and then you spend all day doing that and then you judge yourself for doing it and then you blah, blah, blah. Then it's like a just spiral. Mm -hmm. But I, I think if you're already in a good spot and you do it for, yeah, an hour a day, it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. whatever. I think it's just about making an intentional choice of how you want to be spending your time on social media. Because again, it's going to, it's just a part of life. I feel like it's very hard to just, be off the grid completely. It's very, I mean, it's, it can be done, but to just not have any kind of social media at all, internet at all is just blasphemy for this day and age. I feel like, <laughs> please. It's just like you function, like your banking's online. Like, you know, yeah, I mean? everything's, everything's online. online. So to, I think just finding a, it's like with food, like how sometimes if you have a better relationship with food, you can't completely just go cold turkey and never eat again. You just have to find a good balance with it. You have to find like a healthy relationship with yeah. it. And I've actually been looking into this because of screen time with kids where it's like, okay, you never show your kid a screen ever. And then he's, you know, graduate, you know, then he's in high school and like it's all around him. Everything he does is homeworks online. Like, and then all of a sudden he's like, woo, it's kind of like junk food. Like yeah. I have, finally have junk food. So it's like trying to find a good healthy balance of introducing kids to screen time. And I was thinking oh, adults need to do that too. Yeah. Because I don't want him to be an iPad kid, but I am an iPad kid. Well, I was also going to say, rewinding a little bit, Indy also said this on one of her blog posts. She was saying like the, you know, the quote that's like, if a tree falls in the forest, but no one's around to hear it, like doesn't make a noise. Mm -hmm. And then she was saying it's the same thing on social media. Like if someone makes a negative comment about you, but you never see it, like, does it hurt? No. Like, yeah, you know, and I was thinking that about just different like podcast reviews and things like that, where 
I don't look at those anymore. And it's weird because I know if I was looking at them and, and there's always going to be bad ones, like that's just how it is. And I know if I was looking at those, like it would probably, you know, hurt, like hurt me or ruin my day for a second. Yeah. And it's just funny because it's like, if you just don't subject yourself to it, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Which is so weird. Exactly. I feel like it used to be like, if you have something to say, say it to my face. Now I'm like, please keep it behind my back. Never show <laughs> me or tell me. If you have a negative Literally, thing to say I don't about want it, me, I don't hear it. That's your business. Exactly. I didn't want it to disturb my peace, honey. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's, by the way, we still appreciate the five-star reviews. Still yes, love them do. very much. But yeah, you have to find some sort of boundaries because it's like, I don't seek out. I used to seek out more like hate or things like negativity yeah. because I thought for some reason that I was like, I'm like, well, I have to know what people are saying about me. Like, yeah, it's I like have a to physical be aware. Yeah, that's I'm like, addicting. I, ha- I have to be aware. Mm-hmm. No, I'm like, yeah, it's like exactly what you said. I'm like, please say it behind my back. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to see it's a literally word. none of my business. I do not want to see a word. Mm-hmm. Like, because it just ruins your or it it taints. Even if it doesn't, you start to become a little bit more resilient with things like that. It still has a bit of an effect, like yeah. no matter what, yeah. at least in my opinion, for myself, I'm speaking for myself only, but yeah, I can't get around that. But if I don't know it exists, then I'm just doing great. And we love that. It's true. That's also how I feel about gas prices and inflation. If you don't look at it, it doesn't <laughs> exist. Please. I saw this TikTok. It's like, I, I'm never going to complain about gas prices. Like, what am I going to do? Not get gas? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, they've what's got the us. use? They've really got us. They've really got what us. What are we not going to do? One? Buy freaking almond milk and not get gas? Sorry. Wait, what? I, went to the I didn't get that part. Oh, just like the prices of food is going up insane oh. as well. <laughs> You're saying not, I don't know how, I, I went right over my head. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying like food. Like, have you, have you checked your grocery bill lately? It's so hot. Mine's so high. Really? Yeah, food is just I crazy. I haven't been checking. I also haven't been grocery shopping. I also haven't been cooking. <laughs> I've been eating like shiz. Tell me why I made literally bean dip today and I was like, I am a homemaker. Oh, please bring it like, to my yeah. house. <laughs> JC's going to read us a passage from a book <laughs> to end this. I said, it's story time, bitch. Sit down. <laughs> yeah. um, a closing thought. This book is the best book I have ever read in my whole life. Wait a second. It's called You Can Heal Your Life. What? Let's wait a second. Have you read The Four Agreements? Yeah, a long time ago. Oh, you did? I was mm-hmm. going to say. That I'm is a great one. If you never, never read it, because I talk about it all the time. I have read it, but it was a long time. Okay. Oh, this is great because it goes along what we were saying. So I've been reading this book and I'm like over halfway through, but it's it's one of those books where like every every page, I swear, has like a banger where mm-hmm. you're just like, wow, this is really good. So I highlight so much stuff in it. And so it's taking me a while to get through because I feel like I just need to, like every, after every page, I'm like, wow, I need to take that in. Love that. Mm-hmm. So I really like it. It's by Louise Hay, by the way. Um, but okay, this is really good. So it's talking about um, like approving of yourself and like just true self-love and all of that stuff. So it says, thoughts have no power over us unless we give in to them. Thoughts are only words strung together. They have no meaning whatsoever. Only we give meaning to them. So let us choose to think thoughts that nourish and support us. And part of self-acceptance is releasing other people's opinions. And it's kind of that concept like we've talked about before. If If someone says something to you that just like doesn't resonate or like hurt at all, 
in this in this example, she's like, if someone says like you're a purple pig, you'd be like, what? Like, yeah, it just doesn't matter. But then if they say something that you think like maybe is a little bit untrue or sorry, that is true about you or like you're sensitive about, then it just hurts and you, you know, get Mm -hmm. offended or whatever it is. So, but this part I really, really like, it says often what we think of as the things wrong with us are only our expressions of our own individuality. This is our uniqueness and what is actually special about us. And like, I've been thinking about that a lot lately because I've, I've talked a lot about on the podcast recently how I feel like this year I've been finding my own individu- individuality again, kind of rediscovering things about myself and also just finding new things. And like that is something that resonates so deeply with me because I think a lot of times like there are flaws or things that we think are wrong with us. Like, oh, other people aren't like that. Like I'm this way and other people aren't. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it's like that's because you're special. Like you, all of us are. Like. Mm-hmm. Every person, and I'm not saying if you have this like, you know, trait that is really like detrimental to your health or something, you should just, it's like, that's what's good about you. Keep (laughs) going. But it's a lot of the things that I feel like I'll get down on myself for. When I really reflect, I'm like, I love that about myself. Like, that's a part of me that's special and that's cool. Like, I should never shy away from the things that make me me. And I think that's how it just should always be. And then she says, we are meant to be different. When we can accept this, then there's no competition and no comparison. To try to be like another is to shrivel shrivel our soul. We have come to this planet to express who we are. I love that. Yeah. I love yeah, that. Yeah, it, it's it's the same thing as um, we always say, like most people, they're like, for example, when you're getting in a relationship with someone or you're attracted to someone, the thing that attracts you the most about them is also going to be the thing that annoys you the most. Like most of the time, your greatest strength is also your greatest weakness. And so if you were to lose that weakness, you would also lose your greatest strength at the same time. So you just have to accept it as well. Exactly. I love that. And she just goes on and on to be like, you know, nature like never repeats itself. There's never been like two snowflakes that are exactly like, mm-hmm. there's never been two daisies that are, every fingerprint is different. Like, oh, that's so sweet. We're all meant to be different. And that's, it really does, like, when you really internalize that, it really does wipe away comparison completely mm-hmm. because you realize that it's like, why would I ever compare myself to someone else? We're different people. Yeah. I think differently than, you know, we think differently, we grew up differently. And I think a lot of the four agreement stuff is like yeah. kind of goes along with that too. But it's like, oh, why would I take anything personally? Why would I compare myself to anyone? Like yeah. we are meant to be different people and that's what's beautiful about life. Like yeah. that's cool. So anyway. Yeah, this is um, kind of the same. I, I think when you realize that you are, everybody is special, it, it also in a way makes you feel like you're not special in a comforting way because everyone's special. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? But in a good way. That's how, I, that's how I feel. I think I already said this. When I go to the ocean, like, and I look out at the ocean, I'm like, I am nothing. And yeah. it's the most comforting feeling in the world where yes. I'm just like, oh, my little problems are just not that big of a deal. And um, wait, did you watch Inventing Anna? No, I didn't. Um, at the end of the show, this is not really a spoiler, but um, the main, the main um, reporter girl is giving birth and she's like, um, they're trying to get the baby out and they're like, you need to push, like, you need to push harder. Like, don't give up kind of thing. The doctor's saying that, like, we need to get the baby out right now. And she was kind of tired. She's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. This is too hard. And then they were like telling the husband, you need to motivate her. Like you need to, otherwise we're going to have to do something else to get this baby out. And the husband like knows his wife really well. So basically he's like, remember women used to squat out in fields 
Like, you're not special. And that's what he says. And the doctor's like, look at him. Like, why would you say that to her right now? And she like gets so motivated by that. She's like, I'm not special. She keeps saying like, I'm not special. I'm not special. Basically like women do this every day in their backyard. Like, I'm not special. So like, let's just get this done. Yeah. And I feel like that's so motivating to me as well, where I'm like, I'm not this, not in a way where not to be contradictory (laughs) to what you just said, but I feel like in a way where I'm not better. I'm not worse than anyone. I am yeah, different. So, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not special in a way where I'm not superior to anybody. Yeah. Like, so anyways, I feel like that helps me a lot sometimes when I, even when I was going in for the procedure yesterday, I had a lot of anxiety going into it. And I was just like so terrified and just, you know, it consumed my thoughts all day. And then I just thought like so many of my friends and family have things that they go do all the time. It's like you with your infertility stuff, like you go get these treatments that are just not fun. Like people go to the doctor and they get these horrible procedures all the time. And I'm like, I'm not special. Like, I'm just going to go in, get it done. It's going to suck, but it's okay. Like it'll, and then it was over. And I was like, that made me feel so much better. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. I think I've mentioned this too on the podcast, but like when I travel, I feel that way where I like, I'll go across the world and I'm in this random town, in this random country. And I'm like, I am nothing. Like yeah. these people live a totally different life than me. It, it makes your world so big. And I think mm-hmm. it's good to think of the world as very big, like, mm-hmm. and not in a way where it's like, you're insignificant. You don't matter. But it's like, just internally, yeah. like you said, like, I'm not, I'm not special. I don't have to like make my problems the end of the world to everyone yeah. around me or to myself, like internally. I don't know. This whole- I don't have to matter to everybody else. I just matter to myself. Yeah. And your your reality and whatever world you're living in, like, is your own mentality. Your mm-hmm. your life is literally your mindset. Yeah. Like, it's how you perceive it. Yeah. So to other people, like, I always think about that. To other people, you could be living this dream life. If but if mentally you are, you know, in an unhealthy spot, you could think that your life sucks. Exactly. And and so all that matters is getting that like mindset and mentality healthy and feeling good and happy. And then yeah. you're gonna have a great experience of life. Yeah. Exactly. And so you are special, but, but you're, you're not. not. What should the title of this I, episode be? You're not special. Yeah, you're not special. It in a way, because knowing I was trying to say in a way, knowing that you're not better or worse than anybody else. You're just different. It like makes you feel special, but also not special at the same time in a comforting way. I I get it. I get what you're saying completely. I agree. Mic drop. Well, do you guys want to know a secret? This is not what this episode was supposed to be. (laughs) Yeah, we had stories to read. (laughs) We had stories and then we started talking and like halfway through, we were like, this conversation's good. Like we should just keep flowing with it. You know, you always got to do what's feeling right at the moment, right? Mm -hmm. So we'll read stories soon for you guys. Um, They're going to be real good, but- Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, make sure you're following along with our What We Said podcast Instagram for like upcoming merch. We have some summer mm-hmm. merch we've been working on. It's really fun and different. You guys, big things coming. Big things always on the horizon. You know what it is. So make sure to follow along. Leave us a five-star review and rating if you're feeling very generous. We, we will may read or may it. not read it. We love you so much. And that's, that's what, what we said. said.